From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton for Thursday, July 15th, 2010. I'm Greg Barr. And I'm Matt Beckwith. Uh, welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. We'd love to hear your comments and your feedback. Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on this show, I give an update on the Miracle Mile. We discuss the photo contest and tips from local photographers. There's a recap of the live show from the Taste of San Joaquin and Matt's interview with Levi Wells and Clarence Henderson from 83seconds.com. and Visitors Bureau coming to you from the historic Waterfront Warehouse in downtown Stockton with your Stockton Weekend Activities Guide. It's going to be a scorcher this weekend, so be sure you stay cool. But if you want to get outdoors, go ahead and check out Taste of the Delta. That's out of Windmill Cove. That's from 1 to 4 on Saturday. And if you want to, you can actually take a free cruise on Delta Discovery Cruises Island Girl from the downtown Stockton Marina to Taste of the Delta. More info on tasteofthedelta.com. The ports are in town this weekend, so you can take in a ball game Friday night. And uh, Saturday and Sunday, I think they're here through uh, Monday, July 19th. Also Friday, uh, Lincoln Center Live is going on. This is the Block Party Charity Fair. For those of you who like football, go ahead and check out the Hawkins and Hamilton Football Camp. It's out at the Stockton Ballpark, and that's Lavelle Hawkins from the Tennessee Titans and Lionel Hampton from the New Orleans Saints. Other NFL players will be out there coaching kids. Great opportunity to watch some cool football camp. And lastly, Astronomy in the Park at Oak Grove Regional Park, a favorite, very popular event hosted by the Stockton Astronomical Society. For more information on great local events, be sure to check out and visit Stockton.org. And until next time, be sure to go out there and celebrate Stockton. So here we are for another episode of Podcast Stockton. Coming up on episode 50, we're only just a couple away. But uh, this week, filling in for Rod Villa Gomez is friend of the show, Greg Barr. Greg from G Bar Productions, event and concert promoter. Also, if you remember, Greg, I hope you remember, but you were a guest on Podcast Stockton way back on episode 14, back on October 3rd, 2009. Um, Greg, thanks for coming into the Outback Studios and uh, filling in for Rod. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, so, what better topic to start with for this week than to talk about the mile? Because you know what? When I think of Greg Barr, I think of the mile. When I think of the mile, I think of Greg Barr. There's tons of stuff going on on the mile. What's, uh, what's, what's new and exciting out there? Well, the mile's been uh, having a pretty good summer. Um, we've got... A couple of new businesses there. Uh, 
Um, the Av opened up, and they've been getting a lot of great reviews all over the place on Yelp and the paper. Um, they were in this month's uh, San Joaquin Magazine. Um, down the street from them uh, on the same block, we've got the uh, Midtown Crepery, and um, they have some delicious crepes and um, oh, and the best vignettes I've, yeah. I've, I've ever tasted. I haven't been to the restaurant yet, but of course they were out at the asparagus festival um, serving up their food, and they're, they're awesome. I can't wait to, to actually get out there. So let's let's go back to the Av. Um, I've read a lot about these guys. Everybody that I've talked to um, that's been down there has said, you just you just got to try the Av. So so tell me about it. What, what, what kind of atmosphere is it? Who should be going? Well, it's um, definitely an upscale establishment. Um, it, the crowd there, I think it, it's, it's quite diverse, but it's certainly, <clears throat> certainly a mature crowd that, uh, likes to go out and be seen. And you definitely want to dress like you're going there to be seen, um, because you will be. Do they have uh, a dress code? Yes. Yes, okay. they do. No, um, no, no they, they have a, a guy at the door. He's, uh, he's not a bouncer. He's not a doorman. He's not security. He is the, uh director of vibe that's I, the title that they give him i like that director of vibe so uh they they take their vibe very serious um on a busy night reservations are definitely recommended um, they have this great glass bar um and uh sometimes they'll uh they'll light it on fire it's kind of fun um and they have bananas fosters which are uh, oh, bananas which they Foster. they cook right in front of you light so, it on fire and everything yep that is awesome, and uh, yeah. The uh, speaking of the fire, I think that was the the picture in this month's Sound King magazine. Exactly, um, it was pretty clever. So uh, yeah, I definitely have to check them out. And w- again, where where are they exactly on the mile? Uh, in they relation are, to they are on um, they're basically across the street from Baskin Robbins. Oh, okay. right next to Southern Exposure and uh, Berkham Yoga. Okay, all right, great. And then um, of course Midtown Creeper. So you have been to Midtown? Yes. Okay. And uh, has it, uh, they, let's see, where are they located? They are located right next to La Palma. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. I like and La Palma is on the corner of Tuxedo and Pacific. Yeah, well, La Palma is what used to be um, Bull and Bear. Bull and for Bear. Old yeah. And then it was, after that, recently was what? Uh, Back Bay. Oh, yeah, Back Bay. And it was an Italian restaurant for a while, too. Yeah, I we did a review. I did a review when it was Back Bay, and I felt bad. I'm like, I did a couple of reviews of restaurants that went out of business shortly after. So, <laughs> are you a oops? Are you maybe a, a bad luck curse or something? No, I, I hope not. But you know, the rest of the places I've reviewed are, are still open. But uh, I like La Palma, so now I know where uh, Midtown is. You know, mentally, when I think French restaurant in the Mile, I think of of um, of um, uh, Taste of Brittany, right. which is now um, is so soon to boot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yes, it's great to see. You know, I was I had. A uh, cousin come up from Los Angeles the other day, and he's you know lifelong restaurant industry guy, and worked for tons of restaurant, um, executive chef, restaurant manager, and and uh, we were talking about Stockton, and I told him I said, hey, you you know Stockton isn't the restaurant killer anymore, and I was telling him about all these restaurants, and he was just totally shocked that there's you know independent local business people opening up restaurants in Stockton in this economy. So I thought that was a good sign. I agree with you. I'm I'm very excited about that. I mean. One of the things that uh, I've always felt was we didn't have enough uh, um, ma and pa's that weren't uh, necessarily legacy ma and pa's in town. You know, that have been right. here for a decade or longer. 
Um, and it's great to see sort of fresh blood. And of course, with my uh, focus on the Miracle Mile, I'm great. It's it's really exciting to see us turn into sort of a an entertainment nightlife restaurant row, basically. Oh yeah, great restaurants, great businesses coming up. Um, and then uh, you've got you've got an event. Um, you know, you've got an event coming up in August, right? Yes, I do. Your your can I can I call it your flagship event? Uh, yes, since it's right now the only public event that I've produced outside outside of you know the Empire Theater. And uh, so Miracle Mile Night, of course, uh, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, I've been blasting it because, of course, your website has pictures that I took last year. And I felt like, man, look at this. I took pictures and somebody used it on a website. So um, when, uh, uh, remind us again, when is that event? What is that event? All that. All right. Here's the rundown. Miracle Mile Night. Um, you can find information online at MiracleMileNight.com. Uh, it's August 21st from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, it's a street festival and a car show. Last year was our first one, and we had an excellent turnout. It was from about Walnut Street, just south of the Empire Building, to um, Wyandotte, where Werlos is. This year, we're going for a much larger footprint. We're going to be going from Walnut again, all the way up to Castle. That's where Sam's is in architecture amenities. Uh, we got a much bigger footprint. We had so many people come out. One of the feedback I got from from attendees was it was great seeing all those people, but I'd love to be able to push my stroller through a crowd. So we're going to spread it out. We're going to be adding a third stage to the event. Um, I'm very excited because I think I'm going to go out. I'm going to go on on the line here and say that there's a very strong possibility that we're going to have this really great World War II exhibit. Oh, wow. um, I don't know if you know about this, and maybe we'll go back to this after we talk about the event. But there's a, a World War II aviation museum here. Or mm-hmm. a budding one, I like to call it. But I'll come back to that later. Um, so we'll have three stages. Uh, we're expecting to have upwards of 10 different bands performing. Um, some great bands that are sort of your car show bands are going to play, um, you know, familiar tunes and their own, you know, their own music as well. We're going to have a, a 10 piece big band on the south stage over by uh, Central and uh, uh, the Matinee. Um, we're going to have uh, the Swing and Airs. They're, they're a a classic big band that's been in Stockton for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that we're going to have some costume swing dancers dancing with them. We'll have a, a local stage that'll that'll play you know play all kinds of uh, different bands that are local that are not necessarily what you'd find at a, a car show, but uh, give you a good spice of uh, variety and whatnot. Cool. Of course, we'll have classic cars. We're gonna have some beautiful cars out there. Oh, and one other thing that we're doing is um, a a pinup girl pageant. Uh, we had a really great response from that last year. Um, we're doing it bigger this year. We've got twelve beautiful ladies that are dressed up in the pinup style. We're actually right now in the process of doing um, some photo shoots all over town to uh, to produce a calendar that will be for sale at the event, and you'll be able to meet the girls and get autographs and whatnot. So that's kind of a cool thing. And we'll also have a, a wine tasting inside of the Empire Theater. Um, what else? That's 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 the gist of it. And and my favorite part about Miracle Mile Night. How much does it cost, Greg? The event is free to attend. Yeah. Um, and that's thanks to sponsors. I mean, sponsors are what make um, this event possible. And the more people we bring out to show appreciation to the sponsors for making this event possible... Um, the the better chance that we have to keep continue doing this. I mean, we have yeah. a 
have a, a, a lot of fun to have. Um, one, of, one of the things that uh, I really liked about the event from last year uh, was the diversity of the crowd. You know, you had all kinds of social, economical, ethnicities, generational differences, and you had everyone coming together. My dad came from out of town. I mean, he grew up here, went to high school here, and, you know, he ran into people that he went to high school with that he hadn't seen, you know, in what, 30 years? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. It was a great time. It's a, I am so looking forward to this event. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, years ago, not that many years ago, but several years ago, we used to talk about the potential of the Miracle Mile. And it wasn't about it wasn't about what it you know what it is now, but it's always about you know years and years and years down the road. You know what's the potential of that area? Now we're we're, we're living it. There's entertainment. There's events. There's restaurants. There's businesses coming into the area, and that's uh, that's just got to get you know that you know that that part of town pretty excited. It it is it is an exciting time on the mile. Um, but uh, kind of going back a little bit to your comment about Greg talking about something uh, other than the mile. Um, I'm a lifelong Stocktonian, you know, born and raised here. Um, before I got active in the mile, I've always been paying attention to the redevelopment in Stockton ever since I started paying attention to Stockton. Yeah, I know. I just, I just think of you as, you know, I don't, I don't typecast you as the mile. I typecast you as Stockton, but it's, it is just, it is to me, you, you know, you embody the mile, you know, you're the, no, I, you're the I, mile guy. And I certainly, I certainly focus a lot of my energies there. I mean, uh, I, I also uh, um, am am honored to be the uh, one of the co-chairs for the University Neighborhood Renaissance Committee, and the mile is uh, within that neighborhood, and we're trying to do a lot to um, uh, to uh, you know activate the neighborhood and communicate with the city about what's important to uh, people within that neighborhood. Uh, we have some great things happening with that. We were able to. Uh, um, save our local post office. I don't know if you remember reading about that. Oh, yeah. They wanted to close the, the the post office on Pacific, and we got the United States Postal Service to reverse that decision. Um, we are uh, working with a whole bunch of different organization, organizations, uh, EOP, Stockton Beautiful, the city. Um, we're getting these. We're going to be, it's it's one of the first times you've ever seen it where it wasn't in sort of a, a entry feature to a developed neighborhood, but we're going to be having entry monuments over at Pacific, just south of the Calaveras in front of UOP, mm-hmm. and then on Pacific, right at Harding, where at T-Bones in the Harding, right. we have these entry features where we're going to they're going to landscape the middle of the street, and we're going to have a monument that says something like University Miracle Mile Neighborhood. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, and then for the people who do listen to podcasts, Stockton that live in the neighborhood and I guess we could open invite to anyone. Uh, the University Neighborhood Renaissance Committee, um, in conjunction with one of the local neighborhood watches for National Night Out, on August 3rd is going to be having a um, a barbecue and a little concert in the American Legion Park. Um, we'll have uh, music and bring your own, you know, bring a bring a side dish and bring your own meat, and we'll have a barbecue there, and we'll uh, grill it up and have a good time on uh, August. Third, cool. Which is a Tuesday. I'm just gonna verify that date. That's uh, then that that's National Night Out, right? Yep. Cool. Yes, August third, at six p.m. Very cool. So uh, there's uh, there's tons of stuff going on in the mile. I encourage you if you've not been down there, check out any of these new businesses. Definitely, um, definitely head down there. Time for a sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. 
Lowell Tuckerman here with your podcast Stockton Sports Update. This week I am broadcasting in the Williams Story Studios on the San Joaquin Delta College campus. The Stockton Ports are 6-8 and eight in the second half of the season and they trail the Cal North league-leading Bakersfield Blaze by four games. The Ports will wrap up a homestand on Friday, July 9th, then they'll go out on the road for three games against Modesto, and they'll be back for a six-game homestand starting on July 14th, and that'll end on July 19th. They'll play Visalia for three games and Rancho Cucamonga for three games. The Stockton Ports have a lot of home games this month of July, so head on out to Banner Island Ballpark and support your Stockton Ports. Is Richards a chance? Good shot. Rebound. Mietman. In front of Richards. Oh, a miraculous stop by Nabokov. Game saver. Nabokov knocks it down, and he'll try and score. You get into Nabokov. He scores! He did it. Yevgeny Nabokov has scored the first goal in his NHL career, and that puts the cherry on top. The next time you hear an Evgeny Nabokov highlight, it will come to you from... In Soviet Russia. That's right. Former San Jose Sharks goalie Evgeny Nabokov has signed a six-year contract with St. Petersburg of the Continental Hockey League in Russia, So instead of staying in the NHL and pursuing options to find a team that he can start for, the 34-year-old Nabokov has decided it is time to pack his bags and head back to his native homeland. Once this story broke, I talked with the official NHL and hockey expert of podcast Stockton, Chris Ehrman, and he told me why he thought Nabokov made this move. It's interesting because him being 35, he was going to have to take a pay cut, which he's not when he goes to Russia. You make more in Russia. Kovalchuk's still looking at going to Russia unless he signed, which I'm not sure. So Kovalchuk, there are players that are looking to go to Russia because you make more money and they don't really care about your age. Yager played – I think Yager might still be playing there right now. So it's not – I didn't think about it. Because I didn't think that nobody would want him, but the fact that he's getting older and his basically futility in the in the playoffs has caused he would more or less have to take a huge pay cut and might have to contend for a starting spot. So go to Russia, get your money, be a starter. Because the KHL is not a small league; it's a competitive league. So it's not that it's 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 not the NHL, but it's not a huge step down. Maybe I can give Kate Hudson a call. Dallas Braden update! No news to break on Dallas Braden this week. He is still on the disabled list, and he probably will not return from the disabled list until as early as July 20th. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game is on July 13th. That is a Tuesday. And the Oakland A's will be sending starting pitcher Trevor Cahill to the game. And the San Francisco Giants will be sending pitchers Tim Lincecum and Brian Wilson to the game. So the Bay Area will be represented by three players, two San Francisco Giants and one Oakland Athletic.
That is your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. I'm Lil Tuckerman here in the Williams Story Studios on the San Joaquin Delta College campus. Now let's send it back to the Outback Studio. So, Matt, you're a photog, right? Well, I don't know if I'd call myself a photog, but I like to take I like to take pictures. And I like the pictures you take. Are you considering entering in any of them into the two contests that we're having this summer? Yeah, we do. We have a couple of uh, great contests. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I will enter them. Um, the first one, uh, Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau, is sponsoring their annual um, photo contest. And um, their deadline, I believe, is August 31st. And I, I, uh, I, I will probably enter that one. Um, and then the second one's from the record. The record you have until... August 16th. August 16th. Yeah. And um, we'll put links in the show notes to all of the, uh, to the websites. You could read all the details, but you know, you can win prizes, get certificates. You can become famous. You could get your 15 uh, minutes of fame or 15 seconds of fame, whatever it is um, for taking a picture um, and uh, submitting them to those contests. And uh, um, you know, the, like the theme for the visitors bureau was, you know, summertime in Stockton. So there's, Tons of great places in Stockton to take shots. Um, you were actually talking about one earlier, right? And from um, you know, from the great places in downtown Stockton. I can't wait until SAS opens up. I want to get up on that uh, patio and take shots outward. So it's gonna, it's you're gonna like it up there. Yeah, great shots. So um, you know, from the the CVB, some of the prizes that they have, they're giving away seventy five dollars for first place adult. Um, honorable mention gets $50 restaurant gift certificate, um, $50 for first place in youth, um, grand prize, hundred dollars cash plus additional Stockton prizes. Now, if I know Wes Ray and the Stockton conference and visitors bureau, I can guarantee you that the additional Stockton prizes probably includes a Stockton coffee table book. I don't know that for sure. Yeah. You know that I think that's a good, there's a good chance that I own one of those books and they're, oh. they're really great. Um, I don't even own one of those. You need to get one. Well, you won one at, the, at a tweet up. No. No, you didn't? Nope. Where, I, uh, w- one of the places I work was a feature in there, and so we've got a, oh. a small stash of them. Oh, that's right. You won, f- you won a floral arrangement at a tweet up. I did. I did, and I gave that. Uh, I took that for Thanksgiving. Yeah, very nice. On the, uh, the uh, record net, on the records uh, photo contest, they're having two prizes. Um, one is uh, by popular vote online, and uh, the voting will be between August 16th and August 31st. And then there will be a, uh, a panel of in-house judges at the record who will vote the other. And those two winners will each get a $100 gift certificate for Gluskin's photo. That is that is pretty cool. you know. And so talking about photography, I mean, I'm really excited about these, these photo um, contests and... Uh, um, like I said, I, I will I will go out specifically looking for shots for you know to, to enter in these. But rather than just hear kind of my thoughts on on shooting, um, you know, I, I went out the other night and actually talked to some local photographers, some local photogs. Yeah, local photogs, some people that I I consider to be very artistic and uh, very talented. Um, I spoke with uh, Dennis Johnson. Uh, my name is Dennis Johnson. Uh, I've lived in Stockton virtually all my life and. Uh, a few years ago, started taking pictures and entering them in the fair, and with some success. Um, I'm still a novice. I'm still learning uh, day by day. We also spoke with Patrick Giblin. 
Yeah, another friend of the show from uh, way back in episode 19. So my name is Patrick Giblin. I'm a former reporter. He worked for the Modesto Bee for about 17 years and a couple of newspapers before that. And I currently work for University of the Pacific in the marketing department, where among other things, I take a lot of photos for the university. Um, as well as Patrick's daughter, Katie, who is a accomplished photographer in her own right. My name is Katie Giblin. I'm 17 years old, and I'm a student at Calaveras High School and a somewhat amateur photographer, even though I've been published twice. And lastly, we spoke with Manny Montez. Okay, uh, my name is Manuel Montez, and I'm from Stockton, born and raised, a lifetime resident. Um, I'm an amateur photographer, and uh, by trade, I'm an electrician. So did you know Manny was a photographer? Actually, uh, I didn't know that. And um, I'm looking at some of his photos, and uh, they're, they're really good. Yeah, he finally, uh, he finally pushed out the flicker. But yeah, Manny's a man of many talents. And uh, so, well, Dennis's first tip. Okay, I think maybe the first thing that if you're looking for help in how to take pictures is your owner's manual that came with your camera. And uh, that's your friend. Keep it with you when you're taking pictures. You can, may want to make an adjustment, and the owner's manual will tell you how. And uh, you can experiment and try it one way, try it another way, and see what gives you good results. So, special with the digital cameras, it costs you nothing to take pictures. So you just take as many as you want and, and learn from what you do. So Dennis just said RTFM for all you uh, acronym <laughs> geeks out there. Yeah, so Dennis is... Uh... Dennis is my uncle and uh, amazing photographer. Uh, love the guy. I guarantee he does not know what RTFM is. <laughs> but it's good advice. You know, he, he always told me, you know, where's your owner's manual? Pull that thing out. Read it from time to time. So good, good advice. So one tip, uh, Greg, that, uh, you know, they all had. Everybody shared. Clearly, the one tip that they felt was the most important Okay, so if you're a beginning photographer, the only thing you need to know to start out is the rule of thirds. And it's the rule of thirds. Hey, Matt, what, what exactly is the rule of thirds? Well, the rule of... Why, why would I tell you? Let's hear from these guys. One thing is that you don't want to exactly center your subject. That's considered less than dynamic. It's static. And you want people's eyes to wander around the picture. And when uh, the thing is right in the middle, they tend to lock on it and they don't see the rest of the picture. So there's something called the rule of thirds. Uh, the thing is divided into thirds. Your frame is divided into thirds horizontally and vertically. And you want to put it on one of those intersections of those thirds. Uh, and again, Katie Giblin. Uh you can look it up on Google Images or whatever for a reference, but basically when you look through your viewfinder, imagine that your image is divided into three equally sized bars horizontally and vertically so that you have a grid. And if your subject is on or near one of the points of your grid, then you're following the rule of thirds and it'll be a dynamic photo. So now does rule of thirds make sense? Yeah, I think I'm going to try to use that with my iPhone when I take photos. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, now you, if you've seen that, that tic-tac-toe box on, uh, on a viewfinder on a camera, now you know what that's for. Yeah, I was always just trying to figure out how to get it to go away. <laughs> so uh, something happened to, the, <laughs> to my recording of um, the rest of, of Patrick's tips, but um, you know, one of the things he talked about was, uh, was take chances and you know, look, look for opportunity. And he, he did show me a shot that uh, he enjoyed a lot. It was the um, shot that he took uh, recently. Um, him and his daughter were up at a music event, and uh, he snuck a shot of a guy playing a fiddle. And you know, the, he, he broke a bunch of rules in this photo. He said, and and you know the the subject is out of focus. And of course, there'll be a link in the show notes to this particular picture. But Greg, as you look at the picture of this fiddle player out of focus, um, what what comes to mind? I think it's interesting that you bring up the breaking rules thing and that Patrick said that. Manny also had something to say about breaking the rules as well. Just because there are rules, it's kind of like they say, rules are meant to be broken. So the rule to breaking the rules is to know to, to first know that rule, then break the rule and then do something out of the ordinary, you know, to get the picture that you're trying to get. But here, what I think about the photo, it's uh, it's it's really artful. I think. I mean, you're right. The uh, the 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 subject Steve uh, Kenworthy is uh, playing his fiddle or his uh, violin, and he's uh, looking out the corner eye at the photographer, and uh, his face is out of focus. He's he's lit by what it looks like firelight. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the the violin, you can see it's it's in focus, and you know. It's it gives a a certain contrast. Yeah, and I like the and you know Patrick said he liked too that the, he caught Patrick out of the corner of his eye. So if you look in his in his glasses, you can see him looking over at him. So I th- I thought uh, I thought that, that 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 was pretty cool. Another picture that um you know he talked about was one that he took in downtown Stockton. He was just walking around taking pictures one Sunday morning, and he went to this um a barber shop that was closed on Sundays, but the the shop owner was there with the door wide open, mopping the floor, and it was clearly closed because you can see the closed sign. And I, I love that he chose to go black and white with this picture, but um, it's, it was just, it was clearly not staged, clearly not scripted. It was just, he was walking, he saw this, and he took a shot. The thing I like about it is it, it has a nostalgic effect to it. Um, yeah, it you does. know, it, it looks like you're looking in. To you know a fifties um, barbershop, yeah. Except for the nice TV up in the corner, right, right. Except for that. Uh, another simple tip is to look for lines in your shot. Um, personally, one thing I like to do is to try to find something linear, like a path, or you know, like a power line or a branch to sort of guide the eye through the photo towards your subject or maybe wrapping around your subject. I think that's a, a really cool thing to do and anybody can do it. And advanced photographers can maybe find things more subtle than just a path or a, you know, anything solid. Before the recorder went out, we were able to get this tip from Patrick. Well, my first tip really is to look at what other photographers shoot. And this is a big thing for me, even though I've been shooting for a long time. 
I think that's good advice to to look at your peers, um, Matt, Mister Photog. Who do you like to look at? Well, you know, and, and I'm I, I can't tell you, you know, I mean, or Greg, you know, but I feel terrible that uh, Patrick had great tips and something happened with the recording of just his, and it's bizarre because the ones I did before and after are fine, but something happened to the file of his. Um, but you know, I have I have uh, followed Patrick's work on Flickr. Um, for years, um, he's at Inky Hack on Flickr, and he is an amazing photographer. I, I said I stalked him for years on Flickr, um, and also, you know, um, his daughter Katie and Manny um, as well. And um, a definite a favorite of mine is Clifford Otto, the um, photo editor for the Stockton Record. I love his blog because he goes into some great geeky detail about the setup of the shot and his camera settings, but. Um, Another one of my favorite local photographers is Michael Brookings. He he shot the shot that inspired my favorite shot that I've ever taken, which is the one of the uh, arena um, over the water. But Michael Brookings is an amazing photographer as well. If you read this doctor record or read Michael Fitzgerald's blog, there was a recent piece he wrote about Mohawks on Yosemite, and um, Michael Brookings took those photos. He's absolutely an amazing photographer. And one of the things Patrick and I talked about um, that was not recorded was, you know, look at other people's work, but also look on Flickr. The great thing is you can look at their, um, you can look at all of the metadata on that, on that shot. It's stored within the EXIF data. Just add, you know, META to the end of the URL on any Flickr picture, as long as they don't have it locked. But I very rarely see ones that are locked. And you can see what gear they used, what their exposure was, what their F-stop was, if you care about that. If they fired flash, um, you know, what their what, what lens they used, what their lens setting was at, what their camera setting was at. Tons of great data. When I see a good shot, Greg, and I'm jealous of it on Flickr, I go out there and pull up the metadata and try to find out and see if I can duplicate it. So that was that was the the crux of uh, of Patrick's tip. Great tip, but again, something happened. I feel bad. We don't get it. we don't get the rest of him recorded. And what about camera? Do you need a fancy, really expensive digital SLR to take good pictures? Manny Montez. Um, I guess my first tip would be to not underestimate the camera that you're using. Just because you may not have a high-powered camera or a professional camera, you know, one of the big digital SLRs, doesn't mean that you're not able to to produce quality pictures or or really great images even your basic point and shoot camera can take really good pictures and katie giblin um never assume that the camera takes the photo as you were saying to us earlier before we started um i started out with a little point and shoot and i got some great photos and it's all about composition and uh, a little bit of editing. You can always you can always edit a photo to make it look like it has good composition or to fix the lighting. And Dennis has a couple last tips as it relates to framing your picture. Well, again, uh, there are a number of things. One that comes to mind is if there is a moving object, you want to leave it room to move forward in the picture. You can get it pretty close in the back, but give it some room. 
to move in the front. If it's like an animal that's running, a car that's going, a guy on a bicycle, give the way that he's going, have room in front of it. Another thing is you just need to really be careful not to get anything too close to the edge and especially not to lose somebody's foot or lose the top of their head in the picture. I mean, you need to crop sensitive to what your subject is and make sure that they get all included, even if you have to go to an odd sized picture and uh, do it. I'm, you know, you frame it differently with a mat or whatever, and but keep it where everything stays within the frame. Those are uh, some really great tips. Um, I know me, not as a photographer, I've learned a lot. And uh, Matt, I think you maybe picked up a few tricks yourself. Yeah. Um, I think uh, everyone who likes to to snap a photo should definitely take opportunity to enter into the the record and the CVB and uh, downtown Stockton's uh, photo contests. I mean, who knows? You could win. Yeah. And uh, if you want to um, check out some of these photographers' great works, um, of course, there will be links in the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And again, a big thanks to Dennis Johnson, um, to Patrick and Katie Giblin, and Manny Montez for letting me hang out with you for just a little bit and uh, geek out on, on photography tips. Uh, I, I did learn quite a few things. So, Greg, um, did you hear we did a live show? I, I did hear that you were doing the live show at the uh, Taste of San Joaquin and the barbecue. Yeah. And uh, if I had been in town for the 4th of July weekend, I would have been there to cheer you on. I know you would have been. But um, Did you get a chance to see the video? I did see the video. And it, the, the thing that I loved the most about it was it literally was podcast <laughs> Stockton Live. It was like, you know... Uh, you, you watch Sesame Street, and then you go see Sesame Street live, and it's bigger than life. But it's just uh, like watching Sesame Street. Dude, that was a compliment, I hope. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. You know what? Uh, we had a blast. If you, if, you know, um, if you haven't yet had a chance to see the video, you can go to YouTube.com slash Podcast You can uh, also, um, if you're on the website listening right now, you can scroll down a little, boys, and um, see the previous post. Um, Mike... Uh, Helped film some video with Manny's camera, but um, we we um, we did have a great show. Rod was not able to make that day, sadly, um, but uh, Gabe stepped in. Of course, friend of the show, Gabe from um, from many places out there on the interwebs. But we it was a great show. We did a half an hour. All the regulars were there. We had sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell Tuckerman. And um, you know, a lot of people were like, "I didn't know that's what he looked like," but Lowell was there. Um, one take Wes. One take Wes was there. Um, you know, we did a trivia contest, which wasn't on video, but to gave away some great, um, prizes and gift certificates, including, um, uh, two sets of four tickets, MVP tickets to, uh, ports games, courtesy of Manny and, uh, the, um, Montez, Manny Montez lawn care and maintenance. So, uh, um, it, it was a great time. I've, I, I knew I'd have fun, but I didn't think I'd have that much fun. So I can't wait until uh, we get an opportunity, um, Rod and I to do another live show somewhere. But, uh, again, Go out there and watch the video. We have pictures on on um, our Facebook site as well if you want to see some of the pictures. Oh, and John Remington from Closet Goodies nailed it. I mean, he went out there and did his whole, you know, this is Closet, you know, uh, the ads of the week from uh, Closet Goodies. It, it was pretty cool. We had tons of people out in the audience watching. Um, 
And we had friends of the show, people that came out because they heard about us being out there. And that was so awesome to see some of our listeners and people that have been interviewed on the show um, out there supporting us. And you, Greg, you were there in spirit because you were out of town. But uh, it was good times. It looked like fun. Yeah. Did you did you go to the event last year? Uh, actually, I was out of town last year as well. I, oh, Fourth I of July weekend. I tend to leave for Fourth of July weekend. Well, uh, on this uh, this one, I even think I put in the video. I kept calling it the second annual Taste of Sour King. I got, <laughs> I felt really bad because somebody afterwards said, "I think it's the third. And I'm like, "No, I'm pretty sure it's the second. But it was the second annual Way Out West barbecue competition Which championship. Barbecue competitions are awesome. Yes, yes. I absolutely may not have awesome. been to this one, but uh, I've been to the one they do in Modesto and. Uh, well, it's it's nearly heaven on earth. Oh, it's competitive barbecue. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So, this year uh, was amazing uh, food. Tons, a lot more food this this year than last year. But um, it's uh, definitely next year, which will be the fourth annual Taste of Sound King and the third annual Way Out West ba- Barbecue Championship. Um, not sure if we did good enough for them to invite us back. You know, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But. Um, uh, if we're, if we're not doing a live show, you can uh, almost guarantee that we'll be out there doing something, talking to people, interviewing, taking pictures. So um, thanks to everybody. Thanks to um, uh, to Manny for running sound. Thanks to Gabe for filling in um, in Rod's shoes that day um, for John uh, and Lowell Tuckerman for doing their segments and to everybody that came out and uh, all the Facebook and Twitter love we got. We appreciate it. Hey, 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 can somebody give me a chair? Because, oh my gosh, I need to sit down. It's that time again, time for me, your friend John Remington, to bring you the exciting ads of the week. This week on CrossFitties.com, we have men's quartz watches, a Crestliner boat, and a Dell computer. Find all these great ads and many more on CrossFitties.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website, and thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. I am joined live in the Outback Studios today by a couple of the guys behind 83seconds.com. You've seen them on Twitter. You've seen them on Facebook. Um, Joining me today is the Chief Operating Officer, Levi Wells, and the Chief Marketing Officer, Clarence Henderson. Guys, uh, thanks for coming in studio. Oh, definitely. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, we've, we've... been communicating for uh, for several months about uh, this great new thing that's coming, and I think since your very first tweet, I've been following you and, and excited. So I'm I'm very excited to uh, to share with our listeners what you guys have up your sleeve and what you guys have coming out um, in the next few months. But uh, you know, first and foremost, I got to ask you probably the one question everybody wants me to ask: What is 83 seconds? <laughs> well, yeah, that's definitely the uh, question we get a lot. Um, Basically, what, what we are is uh, a social networking site, uh, up and coming, which will basically, it will be video-based and it'll be used to utilize uh, people's passions. Uh, basically, uh, we're going to try to c- collaborate and uh, connect different individuals who share common goals and common passions uh, and uh, put them together for one common goal, and that would be to uh, purposeful, uh, purposeful networking and uh, passionate networking. Um, that's basically the gist of what 83 Seconds is about. So there's a lot of, you know, n- new social media sites coming. Everybody wants to get on the, you know, first there was MySpace, and then Twitter and Facebook and Foursquare and all the other ones. I'm sure there are tons more, but 
everybody wants to create that next big thing. Um, how, how do you guys, you know, help, help frame 83 seconds from the context of what's known out there currently with existing social media? How do you guys compare to the other to the other sites, the big ones that are out there? Okay. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, with with the three major uh, titans, if you will, uh, there's Facebook and Twitter and MySpace. Uh, we we definitely uh, took them into consideration when we thought of 83 seconds. Um, but but the most the most uh, common thing about those three sites is uh, we feel that picture based uh, sites are a bit superficial. Um, we feel that um, by by looking at a picture, it only takes you so far. Um, I know everyone's heard the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words. Uh, 83 seconds, we, we choose to be video-based because we feel that a video is worth a thousand pictures. So um, that, that's what's going to you know basically set us aside from, from the rest of the uh, social networking sites that are out there right now. We're video-based, and we feel that um, when, you come, when you go on 83 seconds, there will be actually networking going on as opposed to uh, socializing. Um, th- there will be both, but we feel that on a3seconds.com, the networking will outweigh the socializing. Right, and and it just creates more of a, a intimate feeling rather than, like Levi said, you're just uh, looking at a picture and, and reading someone's profile. You know, uh, at the same time you're reading body language, uh, you're just creating a, a more intimate relationship with that individual um, and just learning about them. So the uh, I, I like the the fact that pictures are worth a thousand words and videos worth a thousand pictures. So if I do my math real quick, then video is worth a million words. So exactly. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. So 83seconds.com is, is not, um, is not live yet. There's a, a nice looking landing page. People can sign up for, um, email alerts, but when 83 seconds, uh, 83seconds.com does go live, what can folks do? How t- talk to me about the utility of it? How are people going to use eighty three seconds? Okay, uh, well, the the main feature of eighty three seconds will be uh, the video resume. Um, every profile uh, will be equipped with uh, three video resumes, uh, which uh, they can they can uh, be recorded as as they uh, as the user sees fit. Um, basically, when you go on the site. You'll, you'll have your common features such as your news feed, your inbox, uh, your mail services, your friends, pictures. Um, but what's, what's different about A3 Seconds is as you go on the site, I'm sure everyone's heard of eBay. We have, we have a similar uh, concept to eBay as far as the feedback is concerned. Uh, on A3 Seconds, uh, if I were to go on, say, your page, Matt, and I liked your video or I, I felt that um, I could benefit from your video or you could benefit from uh, what I do according to your video, I'd be able to give you feedback uh, if we did, say, have an interaction. Uh, if we were to meet up somewhere and we actually uh, interacted with each other and helped each other out, we'd be able to rate our experience. And we feel that that's going to give people an incentive to actually uh, – be helpers as opposed to takers uh, on the site. Um, if you you know go by someone's page and they have a thousand positive feedbacks, you actually be able to know that this person um, is legit. Um, they they can actually help you with uh, what they say they can help you with, and um, we feel that the site will be used for actually uh, networking and uh, as opposed to uh, just you know hey what should I eat on my pizza tonight or uh, what flavor ice cream should I <laughs> Should I get uh, two scoops or three scoops? You know, um, we, we see a lot of that going on on um, particular sites that are out right now. 
So if you've if you've developed a use case that you think uh, customers will uh, or how how they'll use your site, have you thought about you know maybe maybe they'll use it because uh, from what I've read, Facebook started with one intent, and we all know Twitter started with one intent. I mean, there's a a quantum shift in Twitter's life when originally they was set out to answer the question, um, "What are you doing?" and they've changed it because people don't answer on Twitter. You know, what are you doing? It's now what's happening. So there's the customers have driven that. And, and do you think that that might happen with 83 seconds or do you are you open to kind of getting some of that feedback? What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, definitely. I think, well, just uh, with the, the new iPhone coming out, I mean, look how it's it's already uh, everything's just going to be video driven in the future. And and uh, it, it'll definitely just spin off of Twitter and spin off of all these all the uh, main sites that are out there. And uh It'll grow into everything being uh, video communicated, and uh, I think, I mean, we're we're wide open, definitely wide open to that uh, possibility. So, when uh, you talked about um, Levi with pe- people being able to go out there and rate people that they've interacted with, mm-hmm. I, I'm envisioning, and tell me if I'm way off here, because I I have not been given a, a sneak peek into the uh, into what it will look like post launch. But if um, I, I envision, as you said that that. If I'm, let's say, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer and I want to show not only my graphic designs, but I want to show people me and my studio and how I work, I can do that on 83 seconds. And if somebody wants, you know, will there be categories that will say that or tags that will show people I'm a graphic designer? Um, how, does, how do you facilitate people finding one another? Oh, I see what you're, what you're saying. Um, well, there's going to be a, a search function, which is a, a smart search bar on the top of every page. Um, initially, when the when the uh, site initially launches, we'll have preset categories uh, such as guitarist, bass player, graphic designer, uh, radio announcer, uh, you know, whatever your your field may be. As um, individuals sign up for 83 seconds, they will have the option to uh, enter an other category. As they do that, uh, if they were, say, a drywall dry uh, layer and we didn't have that as a category, they can submit that to our team. And uh, if we uh, approve it, it will come back as, as an option to find that person. Um, it, it'll be as simple as a, a Google search. Basically, if you go on to 83 Seconds and you type in Stockton, California, uh, guitarist, every person who's uh, associated with that category will pop up Um you can also search by name. You can search by school. You can search by city, zip code, uh, mile radius to a certain demographic. Uh, so there's several different ways uh, to find what you're looking for on, on 83 seconds. So is it, is it safe to say, and I, I think about this because you said about the video resume, is it safe to say that this will be a video version of LinkedIn, but for the masses, uh, where LinkedIn's more, um, I would say, for the professionals and not that it was in that could only be used for that but you don't see a lot of drywallers using linkedin um which is a shame but that it's a video version of linkedin for everybody right that, that is very uh very accurate um as far as the, the linkedin perspective um it, it it's very similar uh the thing with linkedin we feel that it it does give a very professional feel uh and like you said there's not a lot of drywallers using linkedin there's also not a lot of bass players or comedians right. or, right. Uh, you know, landscapers. There, there's several 
Um, there's there's several people, several different demographics that do use LinkedIn and uh, different social networking sites that are similar to LinkedIn. For 83 seconds, we want to open this this uh, category up to the masses. Um, any anyone from an ice cream uh, maker to a professional basketball player, um, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. It's wide open uh, as to who who can use in uh, 83 seconds and just share their passion. Passion. Um, can come from anywhere. So uh, we, we want it to be open to um, everyone. Great. So um, Clarence, you're the chief marketing officer. You've uh, had some time between when you first started teasing the interwebs about 83 seconds and uh, and now, and we're still in pre-launch. What kind of things are you guys doing to, to market this and, and get the get the word out? I mean, as I, as I followed the uh, 83 seconds crew on Facebook and Twitter, you guys have been pretty busy. Right. Um, just so far as uh, we're just, I think we're still building. Um, you know, we we've ha- we have a lot of planning still going on, but uh, one of the the big keys are hitting these college campuses, uh, creating marketing materials like uh, you know, uh, car magnets or pens or whatever it's going to take. So when we do hit the streets, uh, full force, you know, we're going to hit it uh, with everything we have. Um, but yeah, we're we're just uh. We're collaborating and, and just making it as strong as possible. Once we do uh, come out full force, are you are you finding that you're you're generating um, as much buzz as you would like to using sites like Facebook and Twitter? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, I think we're in a great position right now. Um, but I think it's gradually building uh, the way we want it to. I mean, uh, people say it can always be better, but I mean, I think we're we're slowly building up to the explosion, so to speak. You know, it's not too fast, not too slow, but uh, we're in a good, we're good in a good spot. Cool. You mentioned college campuses. What are you guys doing on on college campuses? Uh, well, uh, that's a a wide open area uh, that I'd love to get into. Uh, right now in uh, Southern California, we have a team, a street team out there uh, hitting different colleges, uh, and our goal. Uh, from actually going and visiting these colleges is to uh, create contracts with the college to uh, make 83 seconds a part of every uh, freshman orientation. And uh, we actually have our first uh, signed contract with Claremont College. Uh, and that is, I mean, that's phenomenal. Uh, this is pre-launch, uh, I mean, pre-beta testing. They just fell in love with our concept, fell in love with our uh, idea for the website, and they see huge benefit in it. So when we go to the uh, different college campuses, we're talking to the deans, we're talking to the uh, the counselors, we're talking to the sports coaches, and uh, this, uh, of course the student body. And uh, we just, you know, we pass out our flyers, pass out magnets, um, t-shirts, pens, uh, frisbees, whatever we, we have at the time. And um, we're, we're just basically building buzz in, in hopes that uh, we will build enough uh, build enough rapport with the school to uh, get that contract signed. I think that's a great uh, great application for what I've heard about 83 seconds. It's uh, It seems like a, a perfect match to be on the, the college campuses. So, I mean, I brought you guys in because you guys are from Stockton, but you guys aren't the only ones behind 83 seconds. You have you have uh, um, um, more than just you two that, that uh, fill out your crew, right? Right, definitely. Uh, me, me and uh, Clarence are the uh, northern California team, if you will. Uh, we have two other guys in uh, southern California. Uh, one is uh, Asias uh, Tedros. 
he's our uh, develop developer for our business plan, and uh, we have Miskana Cabeta, who is our acting uh, CEO. Um, th- those two, uh, including us, uh, we make up the team of 83 Seconds. So what was the inspiration behind 83 Seconds? Uh, the inspiration, honestly, was the lack of, uh, just the lack of purposeful networking that we saw uh, in these sites that we, that we currently use today. Um, we, we, love, we love Twitter. We love Facebook. Uh, we love MySpace. We definitely love YouTube. And um, we just feel that there's, there's not a, enough uh, actual networking going on. Uh, on any given time, you may be able to look at your friends list and not know uh, a good percentage of those people or uh, maybe haven't contacted a good percent of, percentage of those people in the last month or so. And uh, we, we kind of just wanted to build a platform where that purposeful networking could uh, occur. And uh, we feel that with the video-based uh, uh, resumes, that gives that intimacy that uh, the, the current sites are lacking. So uh, the inspiration was basically just attempting to perfect something that we use every day. Okay, and what about what about the name eighty three seconds? It's it's catchy, it's clever, but what does it mean? Okay. Uh, well, besides the fact that the eight and the three make a pretty good logo, <laughs> I mean, there has to be an, another reason. Definitely, there is, uh, and and this is actually uh, something that our partner Asias uh, came up with. Uh, he was actually a student at Claremont College. Uh, he just graduated this last uh, semester, and what he did was uh, he conducted a test. Uh, of 100 uh, students and alumni from uh, Claremont College where he uh, pitched an idea to them and uh, was kind of timed the amount of time that it would take to uh, uh, in order for their attention to lapse. And the average, that the, the average time that we came out with was 82.4 seconds. Um, and after that, we went around the campus, uh, did a survey, a random survey of student body, uh, ask, just asking them, you know, what sounds better, uh, 82 or 83? What rolls off the tongue better? What looks more symmetrical? Uh, and by all means, it was overwhelming that 83 uh, looked and sound better. And uh, we went with it. Wow, that's, that, that's I knew there had to be a story. <laughs> there had, had to be a little bit of science behind there. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, um, so when? when? When's the big launch? Uh, well, right now we don't have a, a definitive date, but I can tell you that it will definitely launch in the year of 2010. So, um, I mean, there's only a couple months left in this year. So, I mean, that gives you an idea as to when the site will be launching. Uh, it, it will be uh, launching this this year. Uh, we definitely want to have it ready for this next upcoming school semester. Uh, I just We just don't have an actual uh, day as to the month and day right now but it is coming soon okay so uh, i imagine the 83 seconds keeps you guys pretty busy is this your full-time gig or do you guys have uh do you guys have traditional day jobs as you're uh, as you're working to build this this new product oh definitely yeah i am actually a sales manager for a local winery oh so you uh get the opportunity to, to taste lots of wines and drink lots of wines i hope oh yeah i'm still a student <laughs> of the uh of of wine and so I am still uh, <laughs> I'm I'm building my knowledge uh, every day so <laughs> good good what about you Levi uh, currently I work uh, customer service uh, I've been doing it for some time now about uh, five years and uh, I mean it, it gets the bills paid uh, I mean this definitely 
um, something that I, I like to do, and um, it, it's uh, not a bad gig to have. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure it helps having a a, a day job as you build um, build the next great social media platform. What uh, so if you can you know see five years in the future and think really lofty goals here, guys? Where do you see 83 seconds in five years? Uh, I see it as the next best thing. You know, um, the 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 wave of the future. If you've done your study in marketing, uh, is, is video. Um, I mean. Valley Yellow Pages have already jumped on board with, uh, with uh, you know YouTube and, and all that good stuff in, in, in terms of marketing and video video uh, marketing. So um, it's the next best thing. So I mean, networking. I mean, we're going to be on top of it. So okay. So um, a cu- couple of things that I that jumped to mind earlier, but uh, I, I won't let them go without passing because you mentioned about the iPhone and and uh, certainly you know putting HD video and um, products like FaceTime in the hands of millions of people is is um is starting to help move the world to more video. But um does that mean that your site will play on Flash or will it be in HTML5? I mean, are we going to be able to see this stuff on the iPhone? <laughs> uh our site will definitely be uh HTML5. Wow. <laughs> As we're sitting here with iPhones, iPads, iMacs and uh MacBooks, that's uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, man. we're we're fans of of Apple. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so you guys are from Stockton again. That's why I wanted to. Um, that's why I wanted to bring you guys um, in because there's there's a there's a tie here. I mean this 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 isn't just a Stockton product. It you know and your the rest of your team from Southern California right. um, proves that. I like the California touch to it. Um, is I aren't, aren't all good ideas bred from California, right? So uh, I mean the cheese is definitely good here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Cheese and the wine, <laughs> right? You know, exactly. We, we started Google, we started Apple, we started um we started Twitter, you know, eBay. Yeah, eBay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so then so then at some point somebody'll say uh you know, Stockton, that's where uh, that's where part of the crew from 83 seconds came from. Right. So exactly. um uh you know, now time for the the final four, the same four questions that everybody gets for coming on a podcast Stockton. And uh, we'll just just go one at a time for each of you. First, um, Clarence, how long have you been in Stockton? I've uh, been in Stockton all my life, uh, 29 years. <laughs> oh, you didn't give away the age. You, you, <laughs> you, never, you never left and, and came back, right? I have, actually. Uh, well, high school, college here in Stockton. Uh, left right after college to, to San Jose, but uh, came right back. Once I heard of an opportunity back back here at home, I, I definitely couldn't stay away. You know, friends and family here, so and you're, I had to and, come back. And you're an alum of uh, Stag High and, uh, and Pacific, right? Right. Stag yeah. High, University of Pacific, uh, alum, University of Pacific 2004. So um, definitely you'll see 83 Seconds on campus there soon. So. Very cool. <laughs> and Levi, how long have you been in Stockton? I've been here uh, since I was four years old, uh, and uh, that's been the last 23 years. Um and uh, I came here from uh, the Bay Area, and uh, we moved to the Valley, and uh, I love it here. This is home. Um, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, you know, I, I, our city gets a lot of um, flack and, and bad raps, but um, personally, I, I love, I love this city. It's, uh, it's been my home for the last twenty-three years. Cool. So speaking of that, good segue. Question two, Clarence, what do you like about Stockton? I like that we're in the heart of it, uh, of it all. You know, I can, I'm. I can get to the uh, Sacramento pretty easy. San Francisco, I mean, we're we're in the heart of it, you know. Uh, Lodi right next door, wine country. Uh, you know, you can't beat it. You know, we're 
we're right in the middle. So yeah. What about you, Levi? Um. Well, you kind of you kind of took my answer, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's the uh, thing about doing interviews with more than one person. Somebody's right. gonna get comes gonna steal it. But no, uh, it's more more than just that we're uh, centrally located. Um, I love the fact that Stockton is uh, not quite a town and uh, not quite a big city, and uh, it's 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 just right. I mean, we we have enough here to uh, get by entertainment wise and uh, you know fun wise. Uh, it's 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 not too big to where you know you have this terrible traffic traffic jam on your way to work, and it's not small to where you have to. Um, get your milk delivered to your front door. So, uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> it's perfect size and it ha- has a perfect location. All right. Well, next one we'll start with you, Levi, just in case uh, Clarence has any, <laughs> any crazy ideas of stealing your answer. But um, Levi, do you have a um, do you have a favorite stock in memory? Uh, I definitely do. I, I have two. Um, the first, the first one is uh, my daughter being born here at Dameron. Um, that's like that was just the highlight of. Um, my time here in Stockton. The second one, uh, this guy here was a part of it. Uh, I proposed to my uh, now fiance at the Stockton Arena uh, during a uh, Thunder game, and uh, that was that was just amazing. Um, we we set it up to where she thought she would be hitting the hockey puck uh, to win cash, and uh, they blindfolded her. She took off the blindfold, and I was standing right there. In a crowd of 10,000 people, that's yeah, they, just massive. Yeah, crazy. You know, so that, yeah, that was huge. So it was huge, yeah. I have chills. That's awesome. <laughs> that, 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 that qualifies as a pretty darn good uh, Stockton memory. Yeah. What about you? Any, any uh, favorite Stockton memories? Uh, I think the best, one of the best memories, uh, I have quite a few, but one of the best was uh, going to UOP when so many doubted that I can even get into a, a school like that. You know, uh, walking the stage in, a, you know, in 2004 and – and completing what so many people said I couldn't complete, you know, so uh, I think that was one of them. And, you know, I was, and I was here in Stockton, stayed home, and, uh, I mean, I wanted to go to UOP ever since the sixth grade. You know, I, I've told every teacher that uh, I had up until then. But, uh, yeah, that was a, a great memory. Good. All right, Levi, last question. Start with you again. Uh, what do you do for fun in Stockton when you're not, uh, when you're not hyping up and working on uh, 83seconds.com? Uh, well... I am a uh, I'm a huge 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 movie buff, uh, and uh, I, I I love that we have our newly uh, refurbished IMAX theater. So I, I like to do that. Uh, I like to go catch catch a good movie, uh, and I'm also a huge fan of Tiger's yogurt. Um, <laughs> I'm a simple real simple guy. Um, I mean, movie, yogurt, dinner with the family. Um, that's that's really my my thing. Do you have a you have a favorite restaurant in town since you mentioned dinner? Oh yeah, I do actually. Uh my favorite restaurant here is called uh the Breadfruit Tree. It is uh way down off of uh Eight Mile Road and uh it's out by the water. It's a nice Caribbean place. Uh and the food there is just fabulous. Um if you haven't been there, I, I highly recommend that you try that place. It's it's awesome. <laughs> wow. Great. Uh actually I'll I'll tell you, you know, you guys in studio saw me cringe a little bit because when you said you're a huge, you know where I thought you were going? I thought you were going to say you were a Lakers fan. 
Because <laughs> oh, I know goodness. you are a Lakers fan. I I know you are a Lakers that, fan. Yes, yes that's I right. Um, yes, I am. So I was thinking you were going to pull that in, and I was just going to have to say, oh, what's happened? The recording somehow deleted itself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but I, uh, I rooted against the Lakers because it's, it's like the Cowboy syndrome. It's like, come on, how many are they going to win? Right, right. <laughs> so I went on air and rooted against the Lakers. I will admit it. <laughs> um, but I know you are a huge Lakers fan because yeah. I, I I also remember seeing the 83 seconds logo in Lakers colors. I thought that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hum- humongous. Uh, the whole family really. Uh, it started with my my grandfather, trickled down to my dad, uh, trickled down to me. So yeah, passed down from generation. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, Clarence. What do you like to do for uh, for fun in Stockton when you're not uh, working on 83 seconds? Uh, well, actually, I'm a nightlife promoter, so I, I like to throw events and, and give other people a great experience. But, um, yeah, you know, if I'm not working out in the gym, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, promoting clubs or, you know, just trying to have a good time. All right. And just because we're big fans of Stockton restaurants and, uh, Levi threw out his favorite, you got a favorite Stockton restaurant? Uh, many favorites, but, um, one of them would have to be Garlic Brothers. Uh, it's a great restaurant on the water, so. Oh yeah, which uh, you can we could test Stockton knowledge and ask before Garlic Brothers was Garlic Brothers, what was that restaurant? And play the Jeopardy theme now. Do you know? <laughs> Anybody know? Uh, it I actually was the don't hatch know. Cover. What was, was the, that? Was the Hatch Cover? Oh wow! Oh, wow. Another great restaurant, but uh, I too am a big fan of uh, of um, Garlic Brothers. Perfect location. On a summer night, watch the sunset That's, on the water. I was water. just gonna yeah. say that you can't beat that sunset. You can. You can that, that is amazing out there. Great. Well, uh, one more time, uh, one of you guys tell our tell our listeners all the places where uh, folks can find you guys online. Oh, definitely. Uh, right now, you can uh, definitely go to eighty three seconds dot com and uh, subscribe to uh, our updates. Uh, also, you can find us at facebook dot com slash eighty three seconds team, youtube dot com slash eighty three seconds team, twitter dot com slash eighty three seconds, and myspace dot com slash eighty three seconds. Of course, we will put links uh, in the show notes at podcastsocket.com to all of the places online where you can track down 83 seconds. And now we finally know a little bit more about that uh, cool logo that we've seen in our Facebook and our um, Twitter updates and in our email with newsletters. So um, thanks thanks uh, so much for coming in, guys, and uh, very much looking forward. And as, as you get closer to that date, I'm going to hold you to this, but uh, I want to I wanna help announce that. So when you have a set date, Share it with us. We'll uh, we'll help get the word out. Oh yeah, definitely, Matt. We'll we'll see you soon. All right, just a couple more things before we end this episode. So, um, if you're not following Rod on Twitter and Facebook, um. He's about ready to have another child. Well, not him, you know, of course, but Linda's getting ready to have um, another daughter in the house. So she is coming very soon. In fact, as we record this, um, I think we're just a day or so away. So uh, keep Rod and the family in your thoughts, and hopefully we'll have, um, hopefully Linda will give us permission to live broadcast the birth. <laughs> We've been threatening that. I don't think she's going to let us. Um, and another thing I wanted to mention, uh, on on Thursday... Uh, there was a live chat on record with um, uh, editor Mike Clocky. Oh, for, yeah. 
And uh, you got an honorable mention in there. Someone had uh, asked about citizen journalism, Slick Diaz, in fact. Yeah. And uh, one of the other participants asked um, when Mike had mentioned that there's some great um, local citizen journalism going on in the community. They asked who. And uh, Podcast Stockton was one of the mentions, and so was uh, Evil Chef Mom. Yeah. And then he also said... Um, that he read a blog post about um, raiding taco trucks, which is reclaiming the title. He just he didn't say it by name, but he he mentioned it in in spirit. So uh, um, Mike Clocky um, has a uh, you know there's there's two editors at the record. Um, one of them has ignored every attempt at my communication with him. <laughs> I don't know why, but um, has ignored every attempt at my communication. And um, uh, Mike Clocky, on the other hand, uh, I've met Mike a couple times. He's a uh, very nice guy and very I was honored the fact that you know I didn't have time to join the web chat today but um, I appreciate your text during it Greg that said hey you just got mentioned on Clocky's web uh, web chat but uh, they yeah. linked you too yeah they did I think Tara was actually um, filling in at that point and uh, yeah, it was very nice so uh, I appreciate that um, uh, lastly, the second annual internet marketing conference is coming on July 21st next week from 8am to 5pm at the Stockton Hilton, uh, once again, hosted by, um, Myco internet. And, um, there's, there's only 10 spots left and these tickets are 125 bucks. And, um, the, all of the proceeds for the last 10 spots are going to St. Joseph's Saint, Cancer Center. Yeah. St. Joseph's Cancer Center. So that's a great charity if you want to, um, join the, um, the event and this year the keynote speaker is uh, um, Alpa Agarwal. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but she's um, a Microsoft executive and she will be speaking as well as friend of the show Wes Ray will be giving a discussion on um, you know how to use Facebook and Twitter, something he's uh, pretty knowledgeable about. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. We'd like to thank Levi Wells and Clarence Henderson from 83 Seconds. You can find them online at 83seconds.com. That's the number 83seconds.com. And we'd love to hear your feedback, um, comments for the show. You can always call and leave a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. You can find us, as always, on Facebook and YouTube and Foursquare, username Podcast Doctor. Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast Doctor. And you can follow me at Griffin209, G R I F F I N 209. Or more importantly, follow Miracle Mile Night, that's Night spelled N I T, on Twitter. So it's Miracle Mile Knit. Yes. Okay. Um, for links to all the things we talked about on today's show, visit the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton.